Hey y'all, it's Jay. Um, we tried something a little different, and after talking about it, what we're gonna do is start doing these a little bit more regularly. However, the video feeds for these Let's Plays are going to be given to our patrons on Patreon. So if you um, contribute to Patreon at any level, even a, a dollar a month, uh, you'll gain access to these video feeds of us going through a match of Battlegrounds together. Uh, it's not going to be every week, and we're still trying to, to decide whether or not we're going to record the video for the actual show and put that on Patreon as well. But right now, we do know that we are, anytime we do a Let's Play like this, we're going to be releasing it on Patreon instead of our YouTube channel. Now, like I said, this first one, it will be on the YouTube channel just to let people know and get some information on how they can become a patron of Bob's Tavern. But uh, in the future, yeah, if you want the video feed, you have to be a patron. And yeah, that's it. Uh, I hope you enjoy this. We had a lot of fun recording it. Uh, it was really good to get in each other's heads, ask questions, and learn a little bit about how um, both of us would play a game of Battlegrounds. So yeah, hope you enjoy. Everybody, welcome back to Bob's Tavern Cast, the show that's all about Hearthstone Battlegrounds. Live from Bob's Tavern, I am your bartender Jay. And I am your bartender Dawn. And we are at it again doing something uh, different as we tend to usually do on every single week. But before we get into more details about what that looks like, let's first work. <laughs> Uh, Don, how has your week been in Hearthstone? Uh, it's been pretty decent. I've been playing a lot of standard this week. The uh, The new month for June started, so new season. And uh, yeah, I, I haven't quite hit Legend yet, but I've actually gotten pretty, pretty close. And pretty much every day so far that I've played this week has uh, been a positive win rate. So that's... That feels good. Uh, it feels like I'm doing something right. So, but um, other than that, no, nothing too exciting. That's awesome. Yeah, it, it's been a really uh, strange week. I haven't been able to stream as much as I'd like to, even though I, I did come through some major breakthroughs on stream uh, in terms of equipment and things. So that's nice. But then we also, you know, Battlegrounds has been just kind of the same. It's been samey and, and we talked about this a little bit in uh, one of our other episodes. I think it was actually the last episode where they were saying like, or actually not, it was in our Realm Maintenance interview that we were on, which is live and out now. Uh, so go check out that and make sure to give Ro, uh, you know, all the props. I listened to it. It was a great episode. But um, even in that, you know, we talked about how a month of the same in Battleground seems like a much longer time and yeah, we're getting to that point where it's been, I think it has been about a month since there's been any changes and like lasting changes, big changes in Battlegrounds. So yeah, it's uh, 
time for Blizzard to let us know what's happening next. Yeah, hopefully we'll hear something soon. I mean, <laughs> we we need some more news. Let's just, look. Give us the news. Give us news. Give us something. Yeah, we want to get the scoop. The Gadgets and Gazette always gets the scoop. But that's right. Uh, this week, we wanted to do something a little different. Something that I've been trying to figure out how to get to work. Um, and I think we finally have like some of the missing pieces for this. But we're actually going to do a live playing of a game of Battlegrounds. And since Dawn is the better player than I am, uh, we decided to let her do the the first the first ever game. Um, I'm going to be observe, spectating and asking questions and uh, kind of, <coughs> I don't want to say shout casting, but uh, kind of just giving everybody that's listening to the, the podcast a good idea of what's happening and why. Uh, that way, Don can focus mostly on the game and I can... Uh, just also ping her, you know, pick her brain every once in a while and ask questions. Um, but uh, if you want to see the gameplay as it happens, then you head over to the Amberfly Gaming YouTube channel. Be sure to give to subscribe to it because we will probably do more things like this in the future. But uh, we'll have the gameplay up on there. And I think without further ado, Don, are you ready to jump into a game? Let's do it. I'm I'm gonna click the play button. Here we go. All right. I will be right behind, waiting for waiting for an open invitation here. By the way, where are you now in the realm of battlegrounds? Uh, yeah, I kind of been hovering around the 5400. I really haven't been putting as much time into it lately but uh the last several sessions that i've played has been an increase so hmm. that's good all right so the options that you have nas dormu edwin van cleef yogg or deathwing um <laughs> what are you thinking because i i kind of have like my clear pick and then my two possibles, and then the I probably would never. Yeah, I I think Nas is the pick here. Probably Yogg right. second, maybe Edwin next, and then Deathwing. Okay, I was thinking Nas as well, so works for me. All right. <laughs> Plus, it's a dragon, you know? We gotta play. It's a, it's I, a live I was, game. <laughs> I will say Yogg was actually my last pick, um, just because, I don't know, Yogg falls off so hard in late game. It can, yeah. All right, alley cats, red whelps, and micro machines for turn one. I think we're gonna I'm, go. I'm alley not. Cat. Yeah, I mean, alley cat to me is the clear one for tokenage. And we can do a free refresh, even just to see what else we get. We got another token, so part of me actually just wants to freeze this. And take yeah, the Merlock other token. Tidehunter. I mean, that'd also give you a really big board for turn two. Mm-hmm. It gives you a lot of stuff to sell later on. Yeah. And the thing with tokens, I feel like, too, is that... So, next turn, we might be able to just upgrade, right? We'll have four coins. We can go into the next tavern tier. 
or we can buy something. Uh, and even though it feels like we might be behind because we're not going to be upgrading to the next tavern tier, uh, we're basically going to get, like you said, kind of a, a huge swing turn on another turn now. Right. And first match was against Ysera. Unfortunately, we lost. They were, you know, they had a 2-3 taunt. I think that's fine. I mean, turn one, not necessarily the, the biggest thing to worry about. And also, you're setting up for a really strong board. You grab the Tidehunter, and then you're freezing the board. I'm guessing for the Rockpool Hunter, or...? Yeah, so our board is a, a Dragonspawn Lieutenant, a Rockpool Hunter, or the Sourlisk. Uh, so I re-rolled for that free re-roll and then froze the board with those. Um yeah, we do have two Murlocs now on board, so the Rockpool Hunter can do something uh, with our 2-1. We'll make that a 3-2. Um, we also could take the Sourlisk if we want to, but we have uh, the possibility now of selling one of these tokens, buying something off the board, and upgrading to the next tavern. So we okay. can kind of do a lot. And then we can re-roll, too. Well, you've got 20 um, seconds to do so, so I'm just going to let you take yeah. your turn and then... <laughs> Uh, we'll talk about it in the next round. Uh, you won that last round against Shutterwalk. I'm not sure what Shutterwalk was doing. All he had was the alley cat and no token. So that was kind of weird. Oh, now do you freeze the board for the Murkai? I think so. Are you are you going to be going <laughs> uh, going Murlocs? <laughs> Maybe we are. Maybe Murlocs is uh, our path this game. Oh, no. Okay, so they have uh, Divine Shield. No, I think it's in the wrong order. So you're up against Galakron right now, and yeah, Galakron took that. Luckily, he's still only at Tavern Tier 1, and the Sarlisk was only 1, so you only took 2 damage. So you're still at 36. You have plenty of health to go. Yeah. I do see uh, Fungalmancer Flurgle also going Murlocs, which, I mean, that's to be expected. And doing fairly well it would appear. So, is it Tavern Tier 2? <coughs> Alright, so we are going to face against Ysera again. It shows they have two dragons. I'm kind of deciding between a Kabupa or Spawn, but we have all these tokens on board. I think I'm just going to take the Spawn of Nazoth. Although I kind of do like the Boomba too. But Absolutely. I, I don't think I'm going to freeze this board. I think I actually just want to let it reset. And then if it's bad at the start, I'll just use the uh, the free refresh. Okay, so Ysera is full <laughs> dragons <laughs> out the gate. You got the two red whelps and the two dragon spawn lieutenants. I think you win this round though, and and oh, yeah. we're although we could be using Bob's buddy for this, and it would probably make it easier. Um, I play on a Mac, so I wouldn't have access to it. Uh, but yeah, you took that round relatively easy. Uh, that's the problem with the red whelps that I ha I see is that if you can't break through anything important with your red whelps, they're just kind of wasted board space. Yeah. And uh, okay, so here we we have the possibility to go to Tavern Tier Three uh, with five five coins, sell something, and then buy if we really want to. And I think I kind of do want to do that. Um, I'm just going to go to the next Tavern Tier Refresh for free. And ugh, we didn't really find anything exciting. I guess uh, maybe Zubot 
we get a buff. We do have a... Now oh, I just sold the beast. Didn't I? <laughs> well, that was, that was a misstep. I sold the beast on accident. I should have sold the 1-1 one, one, uh, Murloc, and then I could have gotten a buff on a beast and a Murloc. But I was right. running out of time, and I think I just grabbed the first one and didn't think through that fully. But... And you you beat Lady Vash this round relatively easily anyway. Um, not sure what she's trying to set up. Uh, it says that she's going primarily dragons, but looking at the board, it seems like it was more uh, mixed minions than anything. Yeah. So I see the Murloc, the Murloc War Leader on the board. Is that kind of a insta grab, or do you think that you could probably find something better? No, I think that's pretty good. I mean, we do have four Murlocs on board right now out of our six minions, so the War Leader is going to give us a huge buff there. Um, I'm kind of debating, though, about taking anything else on the board. We have a Harvest Golem, a Homunculus, and a Pogo Hopper. Um, I kind of want to just take the War Leader and then use our free refresh and see okay. what else we get here. And I'm seeing, yeah, and, and just for those that are still listening to the show and not watching it... Um, uh, board looks like this. You have a spawn on a Zoth, an old Murkai that's an 8-4 right now with Murloc Tidehunter, Rockpool Hunter. Uh, just sold the token to grab Crystal Weaver, which is interesting, but it's a big body. I get that. Yeah. Uh, Zubat, Murloc Warleader, and again, that Crystal Weaver. And you also picked up a Scavenging Hyena. What's what's with the Hyena pick? Just to keep someone else from using it? Um, I still had three coins, so instead of doing a refresh and then trying to sell something and lessening the board, uh, I just grabbed one of the, the things that was left. Uh, Scavenging Hyena, we might transition into something else, depending on what's offered, but really it's just a matter of if I have the three coins, I'd rather be able to at least grab something to just sell off for another coin later, because you don't get to roll those coins over. So if I didn't buy something, then I literally just wasted those coins. So this is just another right. body that I can at least sell next, you know, next round or whatever uh, for another coin. And and like you said, you know, the, the fact that if you do need to transition into something, you now have something in your hand that helps make that a little bit smoother instead of trying to rebuild from zero. Um, grabbing the cold lights here. That's kind of a, a big one. You did win that last round against Galakrond again. And you're, you're actually dealing good damage. You're doing 10 damage every time you've won, you know, the last couple of turns, which is great because it's, it's one of those things that people tend to not think about that often of how much damage are you dealing when you win? You know, it, if you're only dealing four or five damage, that's not great. But when you can flip it and deal 10, 12, 15 damage early in the game, it really allows you to eliminate people faster, which also frees up minions that you might be looking for, uh, in the game. Yeah, absolutely. And now we are against that Flurgle we talked about. So, yep, bunch of Murlocs. Their Murlocs are a little bit more uh, meaty than mine. <laughs> yeah. And and they do have the old Murkai that has poison on it. Uh, apparently yeah. from a Toxfin, I would guess, because there's no, no other suggestion of anything else. Uh, looks we like did actually they... draw. Okay. Yeah, that's a draw. That's actually... I would think the best outcome outside of, of taking that turn. Yeah. And we do have another cold lights here we can buy, which I think is what I want to do. 
And I think I'll just buy this. I'm not really wanting anything else on board. We've got a rat pack, a security rover, a couple dragons, but they're not really impactful, I feel like. Maybe the security rover, but I'm just going to use the free refresh here and see what else we can find. These are not very exciting. I am a tavern tier four, but we're not really finding any anything at four. <laughs> These are all kind of... Would it, would it be worth selling something and go ahead and leveling up to Tavern Tier 5 since you do have the second Cold Light Seer in hand? It might be. And I'm probably just going to sell that first Cold Light Seer that we still have on board. Um, I'm really just going for the value on board, not as much like trying to find and keep things for triples. See, I would have sold the Crystal Weaver for that exact reason, but <laughs> that's just me. <laughs> But yeah, I, I think this puts you at five. You are... Okay, there's a few of you at five. Um, the Rat King, who I don't think we've played yet. Um, Ysera. And that is it. And like I said, yourself. So everyone else seems to be around Tavern Tier 4. No one's talk No one's trying to do the stay at Tavern Tier 1 comp, uh, which I think was a meme for like a hot second and then died. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so they're going the Baron Rivendare with Beast Strat, which is... I think this is going to yeah. be pretty bad for us. So I think in this situation, the only thing you can really hope for is that you eliminate the higher cost minions to mitigate the damage. Yeah, pretty much. We, we pretty much know we're going to lose, so we ideally we're going to take out like the Pack Leader or the Baron Rivendare, which we do not. And we take a Boatload of oh, damage. That's a lot of damage. <laughs> 16 yeah, damage. I was at 36. And we take 16. That's a huge chunk. So that's it. You've only lost three rounds this game, that being the third one. Um, and, and this is where I was talking about once the game starts scaling up a little bit and you mm -hmm. start taking more damage, you know, the fact that you can mitigate the damage that you have taken, you know, you're still at 20. And, you know, yeah, you're you're in fifth place currently, but I'm looking at like Lady Vosh, who we're playing up against next. I'm looking at Galakrond, and I'm looking at the Rat King, and Lady Vosh is in single digits. So if she loses this round, it's a good chance that she's out. Galakrond, yeah. maybe one other turn after that, but for the most part, it it's not necessarily do or die for you at this point, where it is for some others. So here's a good question. You have the spawn on Azoth. You grab the second spawn on Azoth. I'm I'm wondering, do you think that you can get the golden? And, and is it worth even trying at this point? Uh, It might not be worth trying. I also see that second yeah. Bronze Warden. You grabbed one earlier. Uh, it's still yeah. sitting in hand. Is that is that going to be something that you, you think about grabbing? It is. Yeah. I think I just ran out of time there. I probably could have done a little bit more selling. I probably could have sold off the Crystal Weaver, maybe even dropped the second Bronze Warden or a second Spawn of Nazoth. Um. Well, I think the real question is, how worried are you about <coughs> the fragility of your board? I mean, it, it seems yeah. like the board is somewhat resilient, but I'm also looking at, kind of in this transition phase, this is where it's not necessarily as much about, you know, how big your minions are, but how survivable they are. Yeah. Like how, how can you keep your board up and running? Like we, you lose this turn, but it's just to a wax rider tog waggle. That's kind of big. Um, so it's only six damage. You're still, 
doing okay. All right, so we just rolled this this tavern. It's got a Sneed's old shredder, a Mechano egg, and a security rover. And honestly, those all look really good to me right now. I'm thinking about <coughs> dropping some of this weaker stuff and, and grabbing those. Yeah, I wonder about that because you have no mechs currently. Yeah. So you would you would be almost transitioning into mechs on the fly, yeah. going up against Ysera, who is Tavern Tier 5 with dragons. Yeah. And there could be consideration here. We got mechs on, or uh, we have the, the Murlocs on board. I could have taverned to 6 and then used the free refall, reroll uh, to try to find Megasaur, but... These just seemed like really good uh, minions on board too. So, yeah, you didn't you didn't have any of the kind of in game Murloc cards to help. You didn't have a yeah. Felfin Navigator. You didn't have um, was it King Bagurgle? Um, so I mean, it almost seems like the game doesn't want you to go Murlocs. Which I mean, does anyone ever really want to go Murlocs? <laughs> Not really. <laughs> You All do right. it because you have to, not because you want to. Oh my gosh. Lucia yeah, Sarah a has a really good board here, yeah. Not not sure how we're gonna <coughs> do with this. Yeah, and they the fact that they sniped um yeah. one of your mechs early before it could actually develop really hurts. Yeah. This is one of those just hope that we mitigate some of the damage, but I mean, if we it can get out, no. Quite no. Look it. Ow. Are we dead? Oh, we're dead. Yikes. Yeah, just uh, this is a game where I feel like I really couldn't get through that transition period. Uh, we didn't, like you said, I, we never found a navigator. Uh, we really didn't find any impactful minions to try to even transition until it was a little bit too late. Everybody else had already kind of found. A lot of big stuff and big boards before we could find anything. Yeah, no, I absolutely think that that was a very challenging game. I, I think the fact that you you were kind of like between a rock and a hard place as well. Like you had you had an early clear like Murloc board, but those mid game Murlocs never showed up. Yep. <coughs> and I think a lot of that probably had to do with the fact that you were playing against a Bergurgle who, uh, when we think about it, they not only have the ability to spawn Murlocs, but by doing that, it also takes away Murlocs from other people as they're being spawned. So, like, you can just grab them, and that means, like, okay, if I grab this Murloc, that means no one else can get that Murloc. So when you see a Felfin Navigator, like, you just grab it. You don't even think about it. And that prevents anyone else that's going Murlocs to to develop their board as well. Because, I mean, that's that's the way that it's really gone the last few uh, weeks is if you have Murlocs, like, there's going to be three or four people with Murlocs. And it, it's about who can establish the best Murloc board, not necessarily um, who was the first person to get it. Yeah. And and like you said, you know, we, we did have that early game, which was very evident because we won a lot of those early battles. I mean, there was one fairly early on, right around Tavern Tier 3, maybe even, where we not only won, but we also pushed 10 damage, which is a lot of damage early. 
but yeah, we, we just couldn't get those minions to transition. Uh, and, you know, so, some games go like that. Uh, I feel like it might have even been worse for us if we didn't have that free refresh to try to get a little bit more valuable minions. But yeah, rolling on like Tavern Tier 4 and showing, uh, you know, a Tier 1, a couple Tier 2s, and a Tier 3 was not great. Definitely. And and I think that that's something that, at the end of the day, you're going to have games that it seems like nothing wants to go your way. And, you know, I, I always talk about, like, the idea of I feel like the game is telling me that it wants me to go a certain direction. And this game, it just never felt like that happened. Like, I didn't see, you know, you didn't get, like, a pack leader. You didn't get a rat pack, you know. You didn't even see... I think you only saw the one scavenging hyena. You didn't really get a lot of dragon options. And once you got to, like, Tavern Tier 4, Tavern Tier 5, you didn't see any of the clear-cut minions that are like, okay, this is what I do. You know, there was no Baron Rivendare. There was no Bran Bronze Tamer, you know, or Bran Bronze Beard. There's, like, none of those cards that really give your your warband any kind of direction. So I do feel like it was it was definitely one of those games that's, you know, just bad draws and it happens. Yeah, absolutely. And I think if we're kind of talking about strategy and in terms of, oh, okay, after you play out this whole game, right, we, we ended up taking sixth. So that was unfortunate. You probably could have tried, you know, a little bit, maybe a few things gone our way. We could have slid into top four, but... This is one of those times where we've talked in the past about now you kind of go back and look at where you could have done things differently. And I think in that in that battlegrounds, one of the biggest things was, like I said, on uh, that turn when I could have upgraded to Tavern Tier 6 with the eight coins. We could have done that instead of taking those three mechs, instead of trying to transition at that point, maybe we should have just said, okay, well, we're kind of already in it with these Murlocs. We haven't found anything. And now that's the point where basically we're going to lose if we don't find something. So we're just going to try to go for that high roll potential, go to six, try to find that Megasaur this turn or next. And, uh, you know, we could have upgraded to the Tavern Tier, sold one minion, and then had enough to buy a Tavern Tier six if we found it. So... Yeah, and, and that's that's not a guarantee. I, I think that you know, you always I, I can't remember who said it, but they're like the cards the cards in hand are better than the cards in the deck and the cards like in the deck are better than the cards that you discover, you know, talking about ladder. Yeah. But in this in this case, like you had a board that had cards. It had good cards. And you can you can think like, oh, what if I had done all those other things? Well, I mean again, you have a one in you know 300 chance of getting the exact card that you're looking for you know that 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 math isn't accurate but you know it's it's still like going for a long shot instead of creating a board that is you know the best possible board that you could build with what you had yeah and and again you know i think we've talked about that in some of our past episodes is kind of determining when when do you start transitioning when do you you know, upgrade to that next tier, trying to find something, or when do you just grab the things on board? You know, there, I've also heard people talking about 
it's better to just buy something than refresh multiple times looking for something specific. So, yeah, I, I feel like in, in that case, it probably was better uh, to just buy the powerful things that we saw in the tavern rather than trying for that high roll. But again, we, when we talked about Murlocs in our previous episode as well, we did kind of talk about that fact that, yeah, when you don't hit those key cards, they can just fall flat, which is kind of what happened here. And we just tried to make a transition out of them, and it was just a little bit too late at that point. Yeah, and, and all in all, I I don't see anything that I would have done differently, really. I mean, I think there were a couple of picks. Um, I think, like, the Zubot pick, you had, like, a couple of Zubots, and, I mean, they're, like, a single buff, but ultimately, you couldn't really do much else. I mean, if you re-roll and you get into something better, you have to sell stuff, and then it gets kind of weird, and, you know, it's really hard to say that... Had I been playing, I would have gone a, a different route. Honestly, I think every line that you took was was the same line that I was looking at. So, um, yeah, I mean, it happens. And ultimately, I, I think having... How did it feel having the ability to explain your plays as you were making them? How did that feel um, as you were doing it, I guess? Uh it, it was some hit or miss, I feel like. You know, some of it I was explaining, and I think that took away from uh, some of the turns where I probably needed to just focus solely on what I was doing and make some you know, high APM turns, sell some things really quickly, buy some things. Uh, but talking about things out loud generally helps, and I, I know we have mentioned that before, so it's, it's hit or miss. If you kind of have an idea of what you're doing, uh, I think talking about some of that stuff first and then being like, oh, wait, no, that's that's probably not what I want to do. Or, you know, that turn, yeah, when, when I bought the Zubot and then sold my only beast instead of one of the other Murlocs was absolutely wrong. <laughs> I didn't get the extra buff there. And that's because I was just distracted with what I was doing. So, again, kind of kind of hit or miss. Yeah. And, and I think even amongst it, like just trying to navigate like, okay, doing these moves and like, here, here's kind of a big question in the middle of that. Um, as you're answering the question, I was like, no, keep playing, keep playing <laughs> before you run out of time. Uh, so yeah, I mean, it's, it is definitely a challenge to, to kind of think through your turns audibly and then also be, you know, have someone else in your ear explaining turns. And that's something that, um, I don't, I think that's why there's not a lot of like battlegrounds co-op streams. And if they are, it's usually like, we're each going to do our own thing and maybe talk about it in between, in between the turns. Yeah. I've, I've watched, I've watched a few people try to do, uh, co-ops on stream. And what I've noticed is they tend to do their co-op and play. And there's a little bit less like chat interaction and interacting with the stream, which is definitely fine, but it is really hard to try to talk to your co-op partner through these very fast turns, especially when almost every turn you you do need that high APM, you know, okay, sell this, buy this, you know, do this, reposition here and, and talk to them and then also try to interact with people talking in chat. So there's a little bit of give and take there. It's definitely a lot to try to balance. Well, yeah, well, I, I think that all in all, like I said, I... I didn't see anything glaring that might have been a mistake or anything. Maybe a couple of, you know, oh, maybe I re-roll instead. We'll see what happens. But 
all in all, I think it was a great um, showcase of just kind of like the mindset going in and, and kind of being able to talk through your turns. And even if you're not doing that, you know, talking to the people who are listening to this, even if you're not doing that audibly, you know, in your mind, if you're thinking, okay, I am doing this for a reason, what is the reason that I'm doing this? And if you can explain to yourself and then also take that time to then look at what your opponent, your immediate opponent is doing, and then also what others um, in that uh, match are doing, I think that will... Although in this case it didn't necessarily result in a you know top four finish, I think that that is what will keep you from you know bottoming out more more often. Because if you don't know what you're picking and you're just picking because you know I picked this, I picked this, I picked this, I picked this, then it's really hard to formulate any kind of plan or any kind of strategy that lasts more than two or three turns. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. Well, if you want to catch the playback of this, um, you got to head over to the Amberfly Gaming YouTube channel. By the way, Amberfly Gaming is um, an esports organization that's all about helping uh, some of the faces that aren't normally presented in esports to uh, kind of make their place in it. And on top of that, we do have a YouTube channel where you can view this and other Hearthstone-like content. And before we wrap it up, uh, I mentioned earlier, you know, we looked at those original options, Nas Dormu, uh, Deathwing, I'm trying to remember, Yogg and Edwin Van Cleef. Uh, last question, do you feel like any of those heroes would have been able to work with the board that you played better than Nas Dormu. Uh, out of the other options that we had, actually, the uh, Yogg kind of comes to mind because I think during some of those mid turns, because we did fairly well with uh, a lot of the early game, but I think we actually would have been able to get just that little bit of edge to get us through, you know, another round or two in that mid game if we had a little bit more stats on the board which Yogg would have given us. I get that. And and I was thinking something similar, except I was thinking Deathwing for that exact same reason. Like, um, I noticed there was a few turns, and I think it would have it would have both helped and hurt with Deathwing because you then have uh, higher damage coming in as well as higher damage going out. But um, a couple of turns, I noticed that, like, you were hitting them and they were, they were ending at, like, one health. One, one or two, yeah. Where, you know, that would have kind of cleaned the board off a little bit faster. But, hey, all in all, I think great match, great uh, show of your skills there. And, yeah, if, like I said, if you want to check out that, check out our YouTube channel. And if you want to talk through your matches, have us look at some of your matches, you can uh, email us at podcast at bob's tavern.pub and yeah i don do you have anything else before we wrap up the show um i mean if you want to follow me individually you can find me on twitter at donnie dk that's d-a-w-n-i-e-d-k and streaming multiple days a week uh trying to actually work towards uh, turning content and streaming and AFG into my full-time job. So all of the supports that I can get is absolutely 
amazing during this. Uh, so also you can find me streaming at twitch.tv slash dragonriderdk. That's awesome. And if you want to catch me streaming whenever I do stream, uh, this week has been terrible. Uh, but I promise we will get back to normalcy. Uh, you can do so on Twitch at KJYMiller, where you can follow me on Twitter at the same. And of course, if you want to keep up with anything and everything happening in Bob's Tavern world, you can uh, check out episodes and subscribe to the podcast at bobstavern.pub. And be sure to follow us on Twitter at bobstavernhs. Uh, I think that's going to do it for this week. So for Don and myself and that slacker Bob who is just never around, uh, pour your drinks out. Time to leave. Tavern's closed. Everybody get out. Welcome back, Casino. Now, nobody this time. Please leave your weapons outside, Hawkeye. You know the rules. Welcome, Krasiki. Your dark corner is ready for brooding. Eudora, we have to have a little chat about your tab. I didn't know you were in town, Chew. Still cracking heads? You are a diamond in the rough, Squish. Always a pleasure.